All right. Welcome back to the prospecting show. Today is Wednesday, December 16th. And we got Nick Oliveri from Impact Snacks in the call. How are you? How's it going, Connor? Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, man. So so before we kind of kick it off, I know I met uh, you guys and your team through Funders and Founders. Shout out to them. That That's a great networking group that we've been a part of. And I know you guys have done a ton in the last maybe 60 to 90 days. Lots of changes, following on LinkedIn a little bit, trying to see what you guys are doing. Um, give us the story. Like, Tell us who you are, what your company is, and then we'll, we'll go backwards and kind of talk about how it all started. Totally. Um, so yeah, definitely a lot's been going on past few months and, and prior, and I'm sure the same will be true for the next few months, right? But uh, but really, uh, it started back uh, in high school, uh, or actually, so so Corey, um, the other founder, and myself, we met in sixth grade in band class, and both of us in in very different ways um, because we're very different people and we have different personalities and approach approach different workflows, you know it. In our own ways but we're similarly aligned on our love of creating things building things um, whether it's global digital marketplaces clothing lines or or you know uh, snack bars or, or anything mobile games um, it, it's, it's always about creating and bringing something to life that wasn't there before right so Corey and I met in band class. We shared a mutual hatred for the trumpet. You know, it is what it is. Kind of a dirty instrument, to be honest. Um, but really, we we bonded over our love of entrepreneurship and, and, and lots of things of the like. And we continued to do ventures throughout high school. And we landed on GeoProtein, which was a clean label five ingredient protein powder that transitioned into a protein bar. And then there was an evolution in thought and, and kind of just like an internal questioning that that was predicated on, okay, do are, are we in the right mind state? Are we in, in, the, in the right consciousness? And, and you know, can we live with ourselves if we're contributing to the single use plastic crisis through our business? If we're only creating and extracting for personal and, 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 and corporate gain, is that really how we want to live our lives and live our careers out? And we said no. And so Impact Snacks was born out of that same clean label, convenient nutrition aspect, but paired with basically becoming the most sustainable snack in the world, past, present, future, um, and also the anti-greenwashing company as a whole, you know? So we took the protein bar, GeoProtein, and we made it a superfood bar, making it holistic, mind, body, gut. And, uh, and, and some of the finer points are our supply chain's carbon negative, and we use a one-of-a-kind home compostable bioplastic material that actually, it biodegrades into organic matter faster than eggshells, which is which is unbelievable. So Pretty a lot of, lot of, yeah, yeah, I, could cra- I, I couldn't even believe it, honestly, um, until you try it. But uh, we did a lot of upfront legwork with, you know, moisture content ratios and a bunch of a bunch of technicalities, making sure that this superfood bar, 50 grams loaded with a bunch of things, high protein, high fiber, can actually fit and be fine and be shelf stable in this in what's basically a plant cellulose <laughs> wrapper, right? That's that's totally it flies in the face of every single piece of plastic and crinkled cellophane you've ever seen. Um, it's it's completely one of a kind and. Really, it's we're not the bioplastic and we're not our carbon negative supply chain. We are 
the philosophy and the mantra behind those aspects, right? It's, you know, it's, it's the why we did that. It's not that we did that, you know? Yeah. So why, why food, right? Like, so there's a lot of, you talked about at the beginning there about like, you guys had all these different ventures and these, these projects that you worked on, these ideas, this like a thing creation, I think you called it, right? Like, Hey, yeah. we want to build things. So like, why, why into the food space? I know you're talking about go, going carbon neutral or carbon negative and, and having something that's not going to destroy the planet for the next hundred years, but why, why a superfood bar? That's a great question. So guess what? Software and services and software as a service actually doesn't contribute a ton to the, uh, you know, nearly as much as fast moving consumer goods. When we talk about fast moving consumer goods, we're talking about the, some of the largest, uh, actually, um, Coca-Cola is, Coca-Cola, Nestle, Pepsi are habitually year after year after year, the largest plastic polluters in the world as, as, as uh, global entities. It's, it's unbelievable. The, the strife and the stress that they cause the earth. Um, and so we, we we tried to pinpoint, okay, like where is the problem greatest? And no one ever thinks that, you know, 90% of everything we eat is created by the same 10 companies. And guess yeah. what? These companies, yeah, yeah. they don't they don't really care about, about, about you and I, and they don't care about our future. They care about the bottom line. And you know what? That's okay because the, you know, the, the way the structure is set up, corporations are, in, at least in the US, they look out for the shareholders, but we just don't think that's a holistic approach to business and commerce. So we're trying to change that and we're trying to make it profitable for everyone and easy for the consumer to say, oh, look, <laughs> this bar <laughs> reclaims a pound of carbon and is the same price as any other bar. And I'm getting, it's, it's, it's all about the ease of access and the ease of nutrition and the ease of function, right? Because if they're getting less sugar than an RX bar and it still tastes good and, and, and they get high fiber, hot, far higher than RX bar, and then they can compost the wrapper, you know, and, and do, do you, do you kind of see that, that paradigm of ease of function, ease of access, because that's how we change things. It's already easy, but it's easy to pollute. We're trying to make it easy to do the right thing through purchases you would otherwise make anyway, right? Yeah, so it's interesting you kind of bring that up because I think what you're saying is you guys aren't necessarily trying to build a whole new product on the front side. Like this, the superfood bar is, is good, but that's not really the, the sauce of it. It's really the, the backside, which is, hey, when you put this thing in the trash, it's actually going to break down and, and, and be carbon negative in a way um, that, that helps everybody, right? So your, your guys' vision wasn't necessarily to just make a, a bar. It's more in, in the wrapper, it sounds like, is it, really kind of the USP of what you guys have. So the wrapper is a big USP, but um, and when I say our supply chain is carbon negative, that is... The wrapper aids that, um, and, it, and it is—it's totally functionable and uh, you know, kind of whimsical and extremely helpful on its own. But our supply chain—what what, what I mean by that—in that we're carbon negative—is we actually hired carbon accountants, cert, LCA certified carbon accountants, to track our whole supply chain from farm to doorstep. Meaning, they took uh, inventory of every single ingredient that we use, where they come from where they're shipped because transport is just a killer in terms of, uh, sure, of, sure. of CO2 equivalent submissions. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really is. And so they took that, aggregated all of it and, and arrived at the conclusion that this snack bar emits 0.38 pounds of carbons with every single production transport and to your doorstep. And so what we do is um, by uh, by participating and financing carbon credits through the uh, the regulated uh, carbon credit market, 
we reclaim one pound of carbon by contributing carbon credits towards green energy projects. So that's 250% of the carbon emitted that's tracked by carbon accountants on the other side. And it's, and you know, it's, it sounds, it sounds uh, convoluted in some ways, but it really is simple. It's just that off the top of every single product, we're contributing to something that will stand really the test of time. You know, when, when we talk about solar energy projects or wind farm, really any green energy project, right? We call that carbon reclamation because it's it's quite literally energy that would otherwise be created by fossil fuels and things of the like, coal burning, steam engines, whatever else have you, is taken out of the supply chain and put into something completely and utterly sustainable. Yeah, well, and, and, and that's probably the most important part of the whole process right is you, you kind of broke it down it's not just the food it's not just the the wrapper it's the the negative footprint that you can have by arbitraging both sides right it's like hey we're investing we're, we're causing this negative impact but we're going to invest in this positive impact that's bigger than you know what, exactly. what you guys have actually spent right it's like hey for every dollar i make i'm going to donate two right or two and a half i guess in your case so it's kind of a good give back that you have to other people and i know that from a um, both of us, uh, I'm just kind of guessing here for the people who can't see the show, you know, we're, we're both, Nick and I are looking at each other on Zoom here, but um, we're both millennials, right? I'm, I'm assuming like, you know, I'm, I'm born in 93, so you're, you're, you're got to be getting close to- I'm actually, it's it's funny you bring that up. I'm actually Gen Z. I, am, Gen Z, I was right. born in 2000, May 11th, 2000. There uh, we go. Two, so, okay, so not old. quite, but close enough, right? We'll call yeah. you a fringe member of uh, of our crew. And, 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 sure. I, and I think people, um, realize that there's more of this impact-based work that's being done right for the people who listen to the prospecting show they know i have four goals in the business in our business right which is give 10 percent of my time 10 percent of my money build 100 homes for habitat for humanity and help a thousand entrepreneurs that's a very impact-driven goal just like you guys have an impact-driven goal which is very much so um a a, a gen z a, a millennial that's it that's the model that kind of comes around in that those people that are currently uh, I guess that would be like 20 to 30 years old right now. And so I think that there, there's a lot of opportunity for for guys like you and I. What are your thoughts on that in the business model? Unbelievable. I think you nailed it right on the head. That's exactly what we drive our whole message around. That That's what we build around. That's what we repeat to each other. It, that's absolutely everything. So the way I look at millennials and Gen Z, I'll, I'll, I could stay on Gen Z, but you know, you know the, the the next few generations, the upcoming younger people that are going to be entering the workforce, and subs, many of them already are. The difference between us and possibly generations of the past, I don't like to be exclusive or, 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 or distinctive here, but really I think there is a, some, some distinction here in, in this new generation in that we actually believe and think that we can change things. And and it's this, in it's not that we don't know. We're actually we're highly educated because we're 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 most of us are digital tech natives. You know, yeah, yeah. grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's not that we're blissfully ignorant. It's not that we're na wholly naive. In fact, we're we're probably the least naive generation that's that's ever been our age. Uh, in terms in, in how quickly knowledge can be disseminated, right? So when when we think about that, and then you know we're very relatively educated. And, and, and we're not we're not totally blind to the issues. In fact, we kind of see them head on, but pairing that with this strong overt optimism is I think a fantastic combo for business and everything else. And I'll say, you know, and, and we're also wary, you know, I think young people, tech, uh, 
digital natives that, that grew up with screens, smartphones, game consoles, and whatever else have you, we're wary of things like greenwashing. We're wary of empty, hollow, big corporate initiatives. We just don't want to see them anymore. And so when I say sustainability isn't good, I mean that sustainability should be normal. Every company should be striving to become circular because <laughs> frankly, it, and yeah, it, it might be a little bit tough in the beginning, and, and you, but we nailed this process down and we completely know how to become circular as a business. And let me tell you, it actually can be profitable. You, can, you will get cash on cash returns and it's only gonna make you more efficient to be circular. And we're helping consumers and businesses realize that. What, what would you say is the next step for you guys, right? So you talked about the vision that you have now, what you're trying to do, how you're trying to grow. What What is the next step? Like, what do you think the future is going to hold? I know you guys had a Kickstarter or maybe you still have it going. You, you got a bunch of things in the works, but like, what is the next few months to few years look like for Impact Snacks? That's a great question. And, you know, definitely new flavors, right? New product lines that, that we're going to be announcing very shortly. Very excited about that. And the team is growing and I, we just have so many extremely talented individuals around us, which is, which is amazing. Um, but the longer outlook is envisioning us spearheading what really could be the onset of the whole circular economy coming to life. And so there may be some destructive energy, but I think that'll only be, um, I think in the end, that'll only be a good thing because the, the, the onset of the circular economy will, it may topple these very large multinationals that are unwilling to change. But with that, the earth can actually breathe, can be saved, can begin to actually use waste as a resource and put less resources to waste. Um, and so that's absolutely what I, absolutely what I see. It's a, it's a, it's kind of this fusion between the private and the public sector because I don't, and, uh, and just commerce as a tool and even a weapon to bring about the circular economy. And if we can be a leader in that and, and a catalyst, and, and I very much so see us doing that, that'd be amazing. And that is definitely the goal and the vision. Yeah. So, so for the people who end up listening to this and we'll keep the episode fairly short here, we usually run about 20 minutes. What, what's the best way that people can reach out to either you, your business partner, your team, the company, like what, what's the best channel? Is, is it LinkedIn? Is it a website? Like hit us with some, some links so that people can, you know, follow you guys. For sure. For sure. So my name is Nick Oliveri, O-L-I-V-E-R-I. And you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on LinkedIn. Corey Nobly, C-O-R-E-Y-N-O-B-I-L-E. It's on Instagram, LinkedIn. And then of course though, direct your attention to impact.snacks uh, or, or impact snacks. Just look us up, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, impact snacks. And uh, really, really excited. And so many people have been rallying around the message and it's really refreshing to see that. Yeah, man. Well, really appreciate your time. It's Nick Oliveri from Impact Snacks. Check them out online, guys. And there's a lot of channels. The TikTok's actually pretty funny. So go check that out as well. Instagram, the website, impact.snacks. Appreciate you coming on the show, bud. Have a great rest of the day. And I look forward to seeing the growth. Thanks a ton, Connor. Appreciate it.